0: chapter 5 i put a spell on you you probably should accept that quest now mac grimacing in frustration not happy that system had broadcast my arrival i called up the quest menu welcome to tellum mac de bellaros level 1 prince rewards 100000 gp ring of hidden depths respawns are possible once every solar cycle as a newly ascended prince, you must report to the current Sealy rulers. Quest Travel to the capital and report to King La and Queen Mab. Reward 50,000 experience. Faction Sealy Court 1000. Faction Unsealy Court 1000. Accept Yes No. Selecting Yes, I watched as the prompts acknowledged my decision. And the windows closed. A ring formed around my index finger, on my right hand, and the gold that I'd just been awarded was placed in abeyance until I could collect it. My HUD also included a new tab for quests. I didn't have much time to examine system menus before a voice filled with derision and contempt interrupted. Really? One of the men standing before me sneered, drawing my attention to a group of thugs. I could tell from the richly appointed clothing that the man that spoke was the leader of this motley crew. The others? Probably those thugs and sycophants who had been complicit in Carrot's death. This thing is a prince. How can something with his tainted blood be a prince? I hated the guy already. Not ten seconds in this new world, and I'd found my first enemy, Carid and I did have something in common. We'd both had to suffer abuse from bullies. His had resulted in death. But maybe, thanks to a quirk of fate and the vagaries of reincarnation, I could do something about that for both of us. Carid? I projected my thought towards my companion, hoping he would be able to have a mental conversation. Who is this douche? Douche? I don't know this word, but this elitish prick? is our liege lord's son. Meet Knight Thom Akel, the bane of my existence. He was the person who decided I should undertake ascension decades before my majority. He is the reason I died attempting that ascension. He forced you into the ascension chamber? I surmise. Forced, ordered, the results are the same. Thom Akel is the rightful heir of Lord Kel and Lady Patricia and as such, able to give a lawful order, an order that I was duty-bound to obey. He used his right to command and ordered me to attempt the chamber. His minions were there as insurance, in case I needed help to obey that order. Why did he mean for you to die? Simply because you're a hybrid? I asked. I'm not certain. I think that was the greatest motivating factor, After my mother abandoned me at my birth, I was fostered with a family of sprites that served Lord Kell's family. Sprites are a communal species, so one more child to rear made no difference to them. The problem began when Lord Kell, who owes fealty to Duke Angus Adoine, was being feted during a solstice festival. I was probably five solars at the time and had spent my entire life amongst the sprites. So to say, I was uneducated. Even perhaps a bit feral would have been fair. Duke Angus took exception to my treatment, furious that a seely son had been so badly neglected and ordered Lord Kell to raise me exactly as he would his own son. Further, he promised he would attend my ascension to determine just how well Lord Kell had adhered to his edict. Tom, 50 years older than me, A newly ranked esquire became jealous as his father, afraid of Duke Adoine, showed interest in me for the first time. His father had me moved to the family quarters, began educating me, training me to fight and educated me in magic and spellcraft. Lord Kell made sure I was decently clothed, had tutors that instructed me in etiquette and propriety, and insisted I attend all family dinners and events. Dom's fury and jealousy grew as the years passed. His feelings, never well hidden, became physical abuse. He never could pass up the chance to make personal slights about my parentage or add real injury in the guise of weapons training. When he gained enough experience to reach the knight rank, and as the acknowledged heir of Lord Kel, he was vested with responsibilities and duties of command, as well as the right of rule a perk that allowed him to order me into the ascension chamber. Even unlawful commands must be obeyed when an invested heir invokes the right of rule. I outrank him now, I gloated, so I should be able to ignore his right of rule. I think things might just get difficult for him now. After all, how will he explain my ascension to his lord father? System just proclaimed my new rank to the world. Things may have been different had S-Prime not taken action. I'm sure if I hadn't been able to replace you and you had simply died, he would have cast the blame on you for your death, swore that you went into the chamber on your own initiative, and that he tried to stop you. He may have. Possibly. More likely, he would have kept quiet about Ascension, and I would have simply disappeared, no one knowing I had gone into the chamber at all an ill-mannered, ungrateful hybrid that repaid Lord Kell's generosity with contempt. Now he will have to admit the truth. He has no choice. System has proclaimed his perfidy for the world to see. To lie or break an oath to one's liege lord has real-world consequences. It simply isn't done. The anger that enveloped me over Carid's treatment wasn't immediate, but my anger grew as he explained his situation. It was only then that I noticed a strange phenomenon. I saw red as my eyes narrowed in fury, and as I turned to examine Thom, that fury was made manifest. Name Thom Akel. Rank Knight. Level 4. Perception has increased. Perception appeared to work like identify did in games I was used to playing. This meant increasing skills should work on the same principle. Use them and improve them. As I was examining Thom, I noticed a gesture, a twitch of the hand, that my former self would have never noticed. But with my heightened perception and awareness, I recognized the gesture as a signal. It must have been something that had been rehearsed often, because his goon squad acted in concert instantly in response to that small twitch. Weapons were drawn, and the four launched a coordinated attack, That was purposeful and deadly. There was no testing of skills, no fainting for a position, they meant to kill me as quickly and efficiently as possible. Considering I was weaponless and practically naked since Karad's old clothes had been shredded in my transformation, I'm sure they felt the chances of ending my life was good. Thom may have even taken the chance to gain levels. A knight killing a prince would certainly lead to a crap ton of experience, and possibly a promotion or three. What level are these goons? I asked carrot figuring he would know and save me the time it would take to inspect each of them. They are all Knight Rank and Thom's vassals. Two are level one, one is level two, and one is level three. Perhaps I should have been worried, but I was too angry to let worry affect me, and as fast as they were, I was faster. It wasn't a conscious decision to move or dodge. My body just reacted. A shrug of the shoulder, a minute twist of my torso, a tilt of my head, and I avoided all of their attacks. They were so slow. With my greater perception, agility, and intellect, I was able to react as if they were standing still. I knew when, where, and how they were going to strike. Their movements were jerky and stilted. My rank and stats allowed my movements to seem fluid and graceful in comparison. Even with no formal training in martial arts or combat, my body knew what to do. I seemed to flow and dance among them as I launched my own counterattack, glancing blows effortless but effective. It happened so quickly, disarming them, bones breaking, screams of pain and anger, and Tom, backing up quickly to allow his sycophants to take the brunt of the damage, Use the opportunity to begin casting. I had no idea what spell he was preparing to launch, and my own casting ability definitely needed some practice before I would feel confident enough to get into a spell slinging contest. But I did have a few skills and perks that might help mitigate any damage I was about to take if I couldn't dodge his attack. Acting Belarus' aura, the fire and fury that had been blazing and contained to my eyes, seemed to explode to fill the room. Thom stopped casting, his eyes once filled with hate and determination now filled with fear, as my aura enveloped everyone and everything in the room. Have you ever seen a body burn? Clothes quickly turned to ash, fire spreading and engulfing them, skin ruptured and blacked as their stored fats released grease and fueled the fires to burn brighter and hotter. The screams were bad enough, but it was the smells of cooked flesh that would give me nightmares. They never stood a chance, Tham's vassals, and within seconds, the blazing fires died as the fuel of their bodies was consumed, leaving behind piles of bones and melted metals. And Dom? Dom was cowering in fear behind a shield that was protecting him for the most part. He was scorched and smoking. His clothes ruined. His hair singed. But he'd survived. And his survival at the expense of those that had been loyal and supportive of him only managed to increase my fury. Fury that was interrupted as the smell and taste of burnt flesh finally registered in my mind. My body reacted to that taste with horror and convulsion, and I vomited. Great heaving eruptions of bile and food projected at and over Thumb. I puked on him until my sides and throat were sore. I had killed my first person, and there seemed to me to be little to glorify or celebrate in their deaths. Blood, charred meat, and vomit, the remnants of four lives. Well, Carrot said in amusement "Looks like this prince upgrade is going to come with a few new interesting abilities I wonder if you can level up projectile vomiting" he said laughing Before I could respond still trying to remove the last vestiges of vomit from my face I was interrupted by a door slamming against the wall as it was thrown open I braced myself uncertain who the figures entering were and if I'd be required to fight again I hope not. I needed time. Time to reconcile my actions with events. Startled by their entrance, I lost the link to the power I had been channeling to maintain Belarus' aura. A trickle of energy I hadn't been aware I was using stopped flowing. The fires that still burned instantly extinguished, snuffed out as quickly as they had appeared. Carad was easily able to identify the intruder, the man wielding the flail is Lord Kel, Dom's father, and the liege lord of this stronghold. The two brandishing the Tonfa are his guards. Tanfar? Accessing your memories. They are similar to the batons and Nightsticks your law enforcement officers would employ on Earth. Comparing the two men, I didn't see the resemblance. I wondered if the reason Thom was jealous might be because he suspected he was not the true son of Lord Kel. It wouldn't be the first time a Lord had been made a fool, raising a son that was not his. Tom was a brute of a man, easily over seven feet tall, with a body that reflected hours and years of exercise. He had a strong jaw, high cheekbones, and flowing blue hair. If it wasn't for the eyes, he would have closely resembled what most people envisioned a hero to look like. But his eyes were empty. No life. No fury. No hate. Nothing they suited him a reflection on the qualities of his character there was nothing there to build a personality on maybe that was why he compensated he chose to belittle and trivialize the worth of others as a mechanism to fill that emptiness by destroying others his father on the other hand was shorter dressed in royal raiment and accoutrement he was softer possibly from spending more time as lord than in training and his eyes. At the moment, they were filled with fury, no pools of emptiness. Anger was preferable to emptiness. At the moment, the worry and uncertainty he must be feeling were like sparks waiting to fan the inferno that would match my abilities, engulfing and incinerating everyone in the room. He was angry, confused, and afraid. Still, even in his confusion, he radiated a steadfastness that was built on a bedrock of experience and determination. What is going on here? And how did Oddhark get into the Ascension Chamber before his majority? Lord Kel demanded. Father. Tom began falling to his knees. It was a misunderstanding. We simply meant to show Oddhark the chamber when he entered by mistake. What a contemptible snake. Carrot said in fury. Entering the Ascension Chamber without your liege lord's consent and before your age of majority has been prescribed? Thom lying will place the onerous of his actions and the repercussions on you. You need to make sure that Lord Kell knows the truth. Or prince or not, there will be consequences. You are going to risk lying to your lord as a further transgression of what you have done here today. Night, Dom? I asked, my contempt evident. There were no mistakes. You lured me to this place and compelled me to enter the ascension chamber using your right of inheritance as heir to our liege lord. It was a direct command given from you to me. You have hated, abused, and conspired against me from the moment Lord Kell placed me in family quarters. Today, you attempted to murder me, knowing that if I died in those chambers, no one would ever know what happened. I would have vanished and been labeled an ungrateful hybrid that spits on the hospitality I had received from Lord Kell, someone lacking in all honor by abandoning my duties to my liege. I was positively seething and hissing in fury as I concluded my denunciation, my anger real. Even if Thom's actions were directed at Carrot and not me. If I thought Lord Kel was steadfast before, that composure was shattered at my pronouncement. His despair and disappointment with his son were brief, thoughts flittering quickly across his face. It was noticeable when he connected Thom's actions and the ramifications of those actions. The anger he demonstrated when he'd first entered the room was nothing compared to the inferno that blazed around him now recognizing what his son's crimes might mean to him and his territory. I was worried for a second that he was going to disregard the truth in order to protect his son, until he responded. You stupid, stupid boy, he spat, in a tone so cold and devoid of warmth, it was even more unsettling than the fury that was contained within his eyes. What do you think, Duke Adoine? will think of your actions. What do you think? He will think of a house that plots to destroy and kill one of its own. What do you think? He will demand. He ordered our house to raise Odhok as one of our own to show him and teach him the duties and responsibilities of what it means to be Seely. What have you done here today? This betrayal of guest rights and family? These actions are what you think it means to be Seely. How contemptible. Even unseely wouldn't act in such a dishonorable fashion. You leave me no choice, he continued. Rage spent, as quickly as it had appeared. Resignation and acceptance entered his voice, as his shoulders slumped in defeat. You are stripped of rank. I renounce you, and cast you out. Further, I remove from you your status as my heir. Take back your royal prerogatives and withdraw the protection of your name. You have no authority here. You are not a son of House Kel, he proclaimed. "Gods, strip him of his belongings. Allow him a set of clothing and one hundred gold. Then escort him from these domains. He is declared anathema. If he is ever seen in our lands again, his head is forfeit. I name my daughter, Lianne, heir to Fife Kell. Actions have consequences. Your words have brought injustice to light. You have brought truth and justice to the man responsible for attempting to murder Odhark. You have been awarded 30,000 experience points. 9,970,000 9,970,000 experience points needed to prince level 2. Wait, I thought to Carrot. Are people going to be able to strip me of my rank like that? I doubt it. There are certain criteria that need to be in place for someone to be able to do that. First, you have to be a direct descendant. Second, you have to be the declared heir for the bloodline. Finally, you have to have been complicit in performing an unforgivable transgression. Thom tried to kill a guest of his house, a guest that had been awarded family rights. Guest rights are sacrosanct, and any violation of those rights can have deadly consequences. What's stopping him from leveling up or hiring someone to assassinate me? I asked. Seems to me he's going to be pissed about this, and his family and I are going to be targets of his rage? Nothing. I'm sure he will do exactly that. You will need to be on guard, and you might suggest to Lord Kell that he creates a geese, a binding oath that protects you from Thom while you are in his domain. Why not a guise that stops Thom from taking any action that may harm me or Lord Kell ever, I wondered. A guise that so tightly constrains an individual's free will would unravel the personality and the guise conflicting and battling for supremacy may even result in madness and insanity it's always better to place a guise that is as lightly controlling and narrowly focused as possible i agreed now how to phrase it in such a way so that what must have been a painful decision for lord kell didn't transfer his animosity towards me lord kell i started drawing his attention away from his former son and towards myself. Once I had his full attention, I bowed my head slightly, my attempt to be as regal as possible. I have full faith that you do not know this person's intentions. What concerns me are any retributions he may attempt in the future towards you or your family. Glancing back at his former son, his face painted with anguish, Lord Kel nodded subtly, conceding my concerns. He wouldn't dare harm my daughter, Lian, his mother or I. He may not be my son, but my blood still flows in his veins. To attack me or his sister would condemn him. There would be no place or person in this world that would allow him safe passage or refuge. But continuing to conspire against you is a real possibility. I cannot protect you completely. His connections are too numerous, his network of friends too widespread. But I can gift you with some protection while in my lands. Knight Thumb, Lord Kell began, his voice echoing with power and vitality that permeated the very air contained within the room. As lord of these domains, I bind you. I forbid you from making any further plans, from hiring or from harming Prince Mac de Belaros, while on these lands controlled by me or my vassals. Do you accept this Guise? Know that refusal will result in immediate death. Further, recognise that oathbreakers are punished. By the wild hunt. Thom's facial expression quickly morphed from resignation to indignation. I think he had hoped to plead his case and at least return to the family in a diminished capacity. Understanding the full gravity of his situation, he bent his head in acceptance. I, Knight Thom, accept the lawful guise placed upon me by Lord Kel. System sound resonated within the room. As an announcement was broadcast, regional announcement: Lord Kell has cast out his son Tom, stripped him of his titles, lands, and prerogatives, and declared him anathema in these lands. Tom has been Guise locked to not harm Prince Mac de Belaros. All hail Commoner Lian, Lord Kell's daughter, heir to the Kell domain.